0: hello hello beautiful soul welcome to another episode of unapologetically abundant podcast i'm your host Colivaux, and my Special, super special to my heart, guest Marcia Miatka. She is not only beautiful inside out, she is such a bright light and especially in these times. I wanted to bring in more love, more love into this world because no matter what is going on on the outside, I truly believe that when we choose love in every single moment, the life just becomes better and lighter and more loving. So, Welcome, Marcia. I am so excited and so thankful to have you. Like any conversation, any chance to have you face-to-face, smile-to-smile. It's always such a treat. Absolutely. My pleasure. I'm so excited to be here. And let's take you a little bit on a journey. I would love for you to gently close your eyes, and she's like so ready for it. Take a deep breath in, relax your shoulders. Lean back and imagine now with your breath in that you're breathing fresh air in a beautiful, gorgeous morning in Italy. You're waking up, rising early, feeling so rejuvenated, feeling so relaxed. Fresh air, it's playing with your hair and the sunshine is kissing your cheeks And there is your family right behind you, your beloved husband, your two little beautiful kids. They all walk on a beautiful balcony where you can see the ocean crashing. And they're holding your hands, your husband is holding you from the back. And you're feeling so relaxed. And as you're sitting on this balcony and sipping on your favorite cacao, you see little kids playing right below the balcony, running on the beach. And there is a little girl playing with a ball. And as she hits it hard, it just jumps on your balcony. You catch it and she looks at you and she says, who are you? And as you're returning her ball and putting it down for her, what is the one thing you want her to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are.
1: I am a guide in this world. Mm. I am someone who has gone through a really beautiful life experience and found my true purpose. And now I guide other women to do the same, to find who they truly are beyond all the layers of life experience and traumas and limiting beliefs that have been placed upon them accidentally and sometimes not accidentally by the world around them. Mm -hmm. And I just help them connect to who they truly are
0: that is so beautiful and so powerful thank you so much my love and i know you could stay in italy forever <laughs> I <Like>, would <don't laughs> take me out Petia. <laughs> i know it's like every guest it's like you just keep talking i'll stay here i had a lady i took her to france and she was sitting in front of a water fountain and she's like i'm just eating here my croissant and enjoying my coffee like leave me here <laughs> So
1: <clears throat> well it was funny when you said like on the balcony and then the and then you said there's a little girl playing on the beach that's exactly what I had saw before you said that. Wow. So I was on the balcony and I was looking down at the beach and I could see little kids playing so it was, it's it, There's alignment there, obviously.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. A couple of the guests who told me like, wow, I I knew what would you say? And it can also go back into like human design, right? I'm not sure if you're familiar, but um, in in my human design, in my design, I have an open head, so I can feel other people's thoughts and and hear other people's thoughts. And sometimes we're thinking like, is that really mine? And um, it really connects back into Supporting other women to be who they truly are, because today I would really love to focus on who we are being in relationships, because I don't know about you, but in the past when I was in relationship, I lost myself. I completely lost the sense of who I am as I was the, the serving one, you know, the the good girl, right? Doing everything and anything to, to please others and... It's so funny how we walk into the relationship like independent, right? Like I am good. I don't need anyone. Then you're in relationship and you start to depend and really outsourcing your happiness. Have you ever experienced that?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially with one of my more recent significant relationships with Aaliyah's father, you know, I felt like I had done all the work. I was like, you know, doing Bikram yoga four times a week. I was meditating. I was journaling every single night. So from the outside, I really looked like I had done the work and before him, I had been very guarded about who I let in my life. And then he came into my life and He was quite... clear about what he wanted from me. And I clearly didn't have my boundaries up. And I just, everything that was important to me just went away in like a second. All the rituals and all the routines that I had done to create this beautiful momentum in my life, I was just so willing to let go because he was communicating to me that he needed me more. And so I have definitely been there where I just like everything that's important to me goes away for a guy and it's a deeply unfulfilling. You know, it it, the excitement lasts for a little bit, but I think even the man They think they want that. But then when you give up your life for them, they actually start to lose respect for you. And then I wasn't so I wasn't the shiny object anymore for him to be super excited about. And then I was less important. And there's nothing more disheartening than feeling like you've given up so much in your life to be with someone for them to then be like treating you like you're not that important or for at least you to be receiving how they're treating you to be that you're not as important in their life anymore.
0: It's thank you so much for sharing that, because that's exactly what I was experiencing, you know, in my past, in my life. Like there is this like resentment, right. And frustration. I'm doing so much for you and you don't see that and you don't appreciate it. And then you're doing even more. But how much more you can really do you have 24 hours you're a human being right right now um so it's it's really interesting so how can you turn it around. Because I feel like, you know, it comes to the point that you're frustrated, there is a resentment, there is no um, communication and spark, right? Because each of you, it's expecting something else from the other. Usually there is not much communication to say like, hey, you're doing too much, or this doesn't feel good. Like, I haven't experienced this in the past that I would be able to Clearly communicate without the fear or shame or guilt, what my needs are and how am I feeling? So what do you do when you're in this trap? Because if not, you will just be in different places, different faces, but the same experience over and over again, because you won't see what is wrong.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head when you said you felt shame and and you were uncertain. It's The only reason we are giving up our rituals and things that are important to us and our hobbies and the things that light us up, maybe even our friends and family for some women are willing to give up for men. The only reason we do that is because there is an underlying sense of unworthiness. If I was truly confident in who I am as I am just worthy of your love for showing up, like I actually don't actually need to do anything for you, I am just worthy because I am, then I wouldn't feel the need to bend over backwards for a man. I wouldn't feel the need to give up my yoga like I did in all my morning ritual and my meditation and all of that. If I felt just good enough in myself and if I had the confidence to say with love, a loving no. And I think that's something that as women, we really struggle with is our boundaries. So we end up saying yes, yes, yes. And eventually our yeses become resentful. Mm -hmm. And then we're going like, yes. And then we feel resentful after like, oh, he doesn't appreciate anything. And like, dot, dot, dot. Whereas you could have stood in your power and said a loving no. And there's something so powerful about lovingly saying no to someone From a man's perspective, if he's not severely wounded, even a kind of guy who hasn't done his work will respect when you say a loving no. Like, I... I really want to be there and support you in this, but I have this prior commitment and it's really important to me, but I'll come to you after or whatever, however, it feels right for you to say, but a man has to respect that because it's the energy you're bringing to what you're saying. And that comes from having a sense of worthiness first, right? And so that's the thing, like I always say to um, the clients that I work with is like, no, 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 you're not in a position to. attract a man yet because your vibration is that of not really feeling good enough. So the man has to mirror back what you're bringing to the relationship. And if not, because you are in such a cycle of that type of thinking, you will begin to see his actions as that anyways. And as being a powerful creator, you can literally create that into being. I truly believe I kind of did that with my daughter's Father, where I was such in a cycle of he's gotta be doing something, he must be cheating, he must, because I was so paranoid and so insecure that I feel like I co-created some of that. Was there underlying clues and and things that probably weren't in total alignment from him that he shouldn't have been doing? Yes, but I think that my energy of expectation of him to be this shady and like womanizer co-created that experience. And so I think it's about going back and doing that self-love work. You know, I I feel like in in 2020 it was like everybody was talking about self-love. You got to love yourself. And but I don't think that we really even know what that means. You know, and same with self-care. It's like doing things for ourselves. Like do we really know what that means? Because it's not the act of doing even having the cacao. Okay. I could be sitting here drinking the cacao thinking I'm giving myself a self like self-care, but unless I'm truly present with myself, I'm not truly loving myself. So are we doing the self-care and the self-love practices? And I'm doing air quotations because some of us do it as just another thing to tick off, right? Mm -hmm. But we're not being truly present with ourselves. So we're not truly honoring ourselves. So it's not enough to do the thing. It's about being the thing.
0: Wow oh my goodness, you know, it's just like my whole body. It's resonating with you so much, so much because I see that. And and of course I notice it still sometimes on myself because there is this like, Oh, I, I get to have a morning routine. So I get to journal, I get to read, I get to meditate, I get to um, exercise. And then even sometimes when you do these things, it's just another thing to do. So you're really not being present and intentional. So instead of having 10 things to on your to-do list for yourself, choose one that feels right and be fully present. Whatever it is, whether it's drinking cacao, which I will do in the afternoon. <laughs> I love it so much. I have a ceremonial cacao and it's so delicious. Um, and it's from Canada, actually, from my uh friend Julie Machado. She uh was in Peru and and you know, she it's a goddess cacao, so it's amazing. Oh, I love that. Amazing. Oh amazing. When everything opens, we'll get you one. Um, but it's it's the fact and the act, the act of being present. It's again, it's so fascinating. We hear it, but do we really embodied it's not about doing it's about being we are not human doings we're human beings and so i i love this so much and i love that you brought it up because self-love and self-care can be just another thing to check off our checklist bringing us back into the masculine energy i gotta do i gotta provide i gotta focus i gotta organize i gotta plan versus how am I really feeling today? How can I check in? How can I allow things to come? How can I be more playful? So thank you so much for bringing it to the light because everything you said, it's, it's really about what energy are you embodying? And I, and I've done the same thing in my, you know, um, Previous marriage, happily divorced now. And like you said, I feel like this co-creator because that's what I was thinking about my ex-husband. He's womanizer. He doesn't pay attention. He's arrogant. He's, you know, narcissistic. What do you think I've got? Exactly what I was thinking about, and it's not like oh you think about it, so he will go and do it. But it's really the energy. What energy you think you are putting out there when you're expecting? Oh, every man cheats. Every man is unfaithful. Every man is just superficial. You know, no man really cares about family. It's a woman's job. And before I stepped into my relationship, I had to heal myself and. I had to be okay with being by myself. And I wanted to ask you, and what do you say to your clients? Because you mentioned something like, hey, you're really not ready for love. And you know, we are hosting, um, it's so fascinating. I love it. I would love to share it. One of my one-on-one coaching clients, she's coming to be with us to Tulum. And when she was deciding if to come or not, she was like, Petya, I'm afraid. I'm not ready for the true love yet. And I'm like, don't you worry that you will come to the retreat and in a week there is a man knocking on your door like, I'm your true love, let me in. It's not this. We are mainly focusing on the awareness and healing the past wound and preparing you. So you're ready when he comes. It's not like you will go to the retreat and in a week he will knock on the, it can happen. Of course it can. When I st- stop expecting the love of my life to come in two weeks later, he was there. So uh, what do you say to women when they're like, I don't want to be alone, I want to be in relationship, you know, and when you clearly can say they're not ready, and how do you know they're not ready yet?
1: Yeah, great, great question. And I feel like we've talked before about our relationships, and there's so much, so much alignment there and so many similarities, because that was the same. When I stopped looking, that's when he came, and that would be the same indicator of how I know a woman is ready to be in a relationship or not. If you feel like you're going to be happy when you have the relationship or you feel like there is a gap and there's a void in your life that will be filled when the man arrives in your life, you're not ready, honey. Because if there is a void, there's no void inside of you that anybody else can fill. If there is like a perceived void, only you can fill that Because when we look for a man to fill a void, it's just, it will last very momentarily, if at all. We need to be full. And then that's the dichotomy of this life is when you feel so full of self-love and you just feel so at peace with being by yourself. Like I could be alone forever. That's literally the both both Dan and I made that statement before we met each other. He said it to his mom. He's like, Mom, you know, I think I'd be okay if I never got married. And I remember looking at my daughter. I was a single mom and I was like, you know what? Like if I have her and I'm just doing my work in this world, I'll be okay if I meet, if I never meet anybody. Mm. And that's just it. When you have that, you don't have any resistance anymore, because when we want something, a lot of times it's coupled with a layer of resistance. That's why some people are able to manifest things so easily because they don't have a real strong desire. Therefore, there's no real strong resistance. So when they want it, it kind of comes in quickly. Sometimes when we want something so bad, there's also a layer of not believing that we're like not worthy of it. Or like you said, there's other beliefs, like there's no good men out there, men only like young, super hot girls or whatever that belief is. You've got that belief in one hand and then you've got your desire for your king in the other hand. And they're literally it's like having one foot on the gas and one on the break. It's like you're not going anywhere and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. So when a woman says to me like I really want to find a partner I just want to get her to a point where she's loving herself and knowing what she truly wants in a partner. And I think that's another reason we end up in like the wrong relationships is because we have a list of superficial BS that doesn't matter. So it's like he needs to be this tall. He needs to be earning this much money and all these things that don't matter. And I can say that because that was me. I literally had this really embarrassing list of things that the guy needed to be like intellectual and traveled the world and be an executive and all this BS list. And then I attracted that. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, this guy is emotionally unavailable. Not once did I think about how this man is actually going to make me feel, how will I be in his presence? How will he, you know, what kind of effort will he put to spend time with me and honor me and what are his values and what are his goals and how much work has he done on himself? Like I didn't consider those things. So I know a woman needs to do more work when she's desperate for the guy. Mm. And I know that the woman is ready to receive and probably about to attract the guy when she's like, wow, I've never felt this happy on my own before. Mm or I just feel a level of peace I haven't felt before. It's all her being in her emotional and vibrational alignment with her highest self. That's when she will attract a man who can truly honor her. Because look, we know that a woman can like especially a woman who like, um, has an air of confidence about her or is like out there in the world can attract a man. That's no problem. We are talking about an evolved quality man that can honor you and be a King in your life. Mm. He cannot come into your life until you are a match for him. And so we need to like, that's one of my rules. You know, I always talk about, you need to be the energy in which you, you want to receive. So everybody's like, I want the dream man. Are you the dream?
0: Yeah. And I'm
1: not talking about beauty. I'm not talking about that. Because going back to what we were talking about before, Petia, what people get confused is the self care, like of doing my hair and getting my nails done. And sometimes men even confuse a girl who is well put together for someone who cares about herself. No, no, no. External beauty has nothing to do with self-care. There are some women that are just so wounded that they think the only, only thing they have to offer is their beauty. So they are like, there is no self-love and self-care in their beauty regime, that is just a, another box as we were saying to tick, but because she feels all she has is her looks. So she's coming from a place of like, I look disgusting if I don't have my nails done. If I don't have my hair done, I look that. I can't go out the house without my makeup. Very different energy right? Um, So yeah, it's about being that dream, like being so in love with yourself that you are now a match for that dream guy and in the self-care practices and the self-love practices and taking care of yourself from a place of love and not be out of vanity. It's very different, very different energy. And that's another thing I want to say to the women listening is please don't be intimidated by women that you see like that are like Insta perfect, or you think they've got the hottest body and all that, that may bring a guy in for a second, but that will not keep him Mm. a woman who is truly in her feminine and truly loves herself is much more like magnetic to a man than a girl with, you know, hot legs.
0: Hmm my gosh, I got goosebumps. (laughs) I got goosebumps. I love this so much because it's beautiful to take care of you. But if you're taking care of you, because you think that that's your superpower and you know, it's so fascinating. Like, um, when COVID started, you know, like I, for example, was the girl that like, Oh, I have to have my nails. So I'm feminine because my natural nails are, um, like I, I got them after my dad. They're like short and, you know, like really thick and really not beautiful feminine. So for 17 years, I was getting my nails done. Now, COVID comes you cannot go nowhere no one could go anywhere at the beginning and you normally need to fix them like every three to four weeks right so i'm like oh my god what am i going to do so i'm ordering on amazon like doing my own nail kit i was like this sucks right so for the first time in my like adult life i took off my nails you know so now i'm with my natural nails and it was such a lesson for me because it was nails doesn't equal feminine Nails or hair or makeup doesn't equal confidence or courage to be yourself. I'm like, okay, this is wholeheartedly me, and thankfully, I did attract that man who loves me for me. Because when I got over my nails and I was feeling like ashamed, like even like in front of him, because I want to look feminine, right? I want to feel feminine. And he held my hand when I took them off. And he was like, oh, what a beautiful little nails. I'm so excited to see them healing. You know what I mean? Like, I never had anyone who would be like... (laughs) I love you. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet and so loving. But like you said, in the past, I wouldn't be able to attract them. And even if I would, you know, like I have my nails, I have my makeup, I have, you know, like... Um, there is this song, you know, like I, I do my hairs and I do my makeup, you know, and stuff like that. But then you attract somebody who sees you, but doesn't see you really, not really for you, because you are behind so much makeup and it doesn't have to be like layers of makeup. You are hiding behind layers of masks and pretending. And I always have to be put together and I always have to be present and I always have to be there for the man. And it's so beautiful when you realize that you're perfectly made for your purpose and that your man, the right man for you is going to love you and honor you. And something that Chris Chris is always saying, and I love it. He was interviewed on a podcast. And he was saying, when I look at my queen, I embrace the whole of her. I embrace the badass business that she is leading her team and leading the world. And I also embrace the little girl who can be moody or who can be crying. I just embrace all and everything of her. But your man, your king cannot embrace you if you don't. Just remember, you teach other people how to treat you by how you treat yourself. So how are you treating Mm -hmm. yourself? Would you like others to treat you that way?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I I agree with you so much. And it was funny when you were talking about your nails, I went through the same thing. I have, I don't remember the last time I didn't have my nails done and everything shut down and I was like, okay. And I remember thinking like, no, I can just get away with it a little bit. And then in the end, I had to like literally cut my nails to like Little, Cause I get SNS, which is my natural nails, but it just, it's such a thick coat over them that they get to grow long, but I had to take the SNS off and because they were weak underneath, like they were literally like little tiny yeah. Um, nubs. And I remember it really made me reflect on how much of an identity I had put in them. So it was twofold. It was if one, I was really grateful. i like, oh, wow. Okay. So now I can really appreciate getting my nails done. I totally took that for granted. And the other thing is like, why are you caring so much? Like, why is this such an important thing? And just talking about how you were saying that, you know, your your king is going to see you and he's going to see the light in the dark and he's just going to be in love with you regardless. Yes. And no amount of like putting on makeup and being like super high maintenance is going to keep a man. So I'll use Dan as an example before me, he dated like some of the most beautiful women like ever. And it was very intimidating to me at the beginning because I was like, it made me feel insecure. Like, won't he want a younger girl later? I'm already a single mom, you know, like I'm already in my 30s and he's actually two years younger than me. And I could see all these girls like being really interested in him and it really like made me have a hard look at myself. I'm like, okay, Miss Confidence, you're not feeling so confident right now. What is up and what is going on? And I really had to, um, Get comfortable with myself again in a different way and really be like, Am I really going to embody this confidence and like that my body isn't perfect, that I've had a baby, that my body has changed since having a baby? And can I be confident in it anyway, even though he's dated models? And it just sometimes I would have the most ridiculous thoughts in my mind that, oh, he's going to leave me for someone much more beautiful and all of that. And, you know, the more we openly talked about our past relationships. He was like some of, and again, this is not to say every woman that's like, this is like this. It was just his experience with the women that he dated particularly. So what he found was some of the women that were most beautiful were the most insecure and very hard to be around because you couldn't say anything without offending them. And their looks were so important. And so he was like, that was attractive to begin with. But then it actually got quite exhausting. And so, as women, we have this thing where we tend to compare ourselves. And that is just one of the most unhealthy uh, things that we can do. But I get it. You know, like I I find myself doing it sometimes. I just got to pull myself back and remember that I'm whole and worthy just the way I am. And that my superpower is that nobody is me. Same thing in a relationship to all my beautiful women listening. Like you have something so special within you that nobody can replace. Like you have, you bring something so unique to the relationship that nobody else can bring. And that's you. And that's just it. I actually was talking to a client that I have who, had a history of not very healthy relationships and she has found someone who is kind of like a dance situation for me where she was like I'm intimidated he has he's done so much work like he holds space for me he sees me in a way I've never been seen before sometimes I feel like do I deserve this like I'm just used to being treated so bad and like I'm um, he's the one that's paying for things and what am I bringing to the table and I was like stop You are bringing you to the table. You are literally like a goddess and your presence and your wholeness and your love as a woman and your healed, just presence of being there and choosing to love him is the gift. Mm -hmm. Like he's lucky to be with you because you exist and that is it. And, and it's, I think it's because, Petya, we live in this physical world where we are caught up in the doing. So it's like, okay, well, what can I do for him? How, like, Am I contributing enough money? Am I done, And we're all in the doing, whereas that's not in our feminine. Our feminine is to just be our divine selves and hold space for our beautiful kings and be willing to receive his love and not feel necessarily that everything he does for us, we need to immediately reciprocate. That again, is coming from a sense of unworthiness. We are feeling unworthy, which is why I need to give, give, give. Mm. And that's not, that's not what the man is actually seeking. Mm. The man wants to feel like a king. And it's interesting because one of the ways you make him feel like a king is to receive his love. When you show gratitude for him just holding space, he gets to feel like a superhero. Like when I appreciate Dan, like his chest goes up, like he's like a different guy when I just sit there and appreciate him. And sometimes you just showing up and being a loving divine woman that you are and appreciating the man in front of you, that's all you need to bring to the table.
0: Oh my God. That's so huge because... Like you said, we are in the world that is physical and, uh, you know, you have to be doing and doing and doing so you deserve the love. And, you know, we could spend another hour talking about, you know, our wounds from a childhood when we had to be proving worthy and whose love we wanted to be deserving when we're growing up, mother, father. I I could talk with you forever and ever and ever. And I want to be right. I'm like, we got to do this again and again and again. I love you so much. Um, One last question, my love. I want you to share what are your last thoughts? What are your last words on your heart for the one who is still seeking for the true love? What do you want her to know?
1: What I would say to you, beautiful soul, is no more seeking. Hmm. There is nothing outside of you that can fill you in a way that you can't fill yourself. And when you just focus on you, and I know it sounds contradictory, but when you focus on you just being fully you, focusing on your level of confidence, self-love and self-worth and healing your past traumas, that man will come to you. There will be no chasing on your part. He will come and he will be worthy of you only when you know of your worthiness first.
0: Mm, so beautiful thank you so much i appreciate you beyond words and um i love this i love this i wish i would hear this 10 years ago yet if i would i wouldn't be who i am or where i am right we get to learn our lessons so we can be who we are and i know that there are women out there who are listening to this and it's really resonating with them and hits their hearts so If you want to connect with this beautiful soul, please search her on Instagram. There is everything. That's where I'm stalking with her. She's super responsive, incredible. They'll include it in the show notes. And uh, also, if you're ready to create and experience the true love, join us in Tulum. We are creating a beautiful one-week experience where not only you can learn how to attract the king and keep him in your life but especially learn to love yourself fully, wholeheartedly, healing yourself and knowing that you are the queen.